welcome to Coward's Fury or Fury Within. Chris here. I guess the mood struck because I'm coming at you with another terrifying true story. I had to do a bit of research on this one before writing it, but I did write it, record it, and release it in the same day, so I'm thinking that's all still goodness. But before I work to scare your pants off, well, assuming you're wearing any, just a reminder to leave us a five-star rating. It helps a lot and we really appreciate it. Also, please consider supporting us through Patreon or Buzzsprout subscriptions. I'll post links in the show notes. In my last Solo Fury Within, I talked about sleep paralysis and how I was afraid of sleeping when I was a kid. But what if you couldn't sleep? And I don't mean like for a day or two, I mean permanently. We all need sleep. It's what helps our minds and our bodies restore. Imagine never being able to have that restorative time physically unable to sleep. I've had periods of time where I got little sleep, whether due to staying up all night for an all-nighter with friends, I mean for studying, or just because I had a bad spell where I had a few days where I only got a couple of hours of sleep each night. But when those times happen, I always feel terrible for at least a day or two afterwards. It completely messes with my mind and my physical sense of well-being. So while for me as a child, I was scared of sleep and the monsters that lay just beneath my consciousness, the terror of never being able to sleep And seeing myself disintegrate from the inside out is beyond measure. And then to watch it happen to your entire family one by one and having no way to help or intervene must feel utterly devastating. So today I'd like to tell you a story about such a family, a seemingly ordinary family in a seemingly ordinary village, the village of Ascoli Paceno, located in central Italy. It's known for its rolling hills, bountiful olive groves, and strong, tight-knit families. But this close-knit community was about to experience something strange and frightening. One of its own, Giuseppe Giordano, was about to go through hell. Giuseppe was the patriarch of the family. He was a strong, healthy 50-year-old. He had four children, several grandchildren, and was a farmer who turned the earth on the farm his family had owned for generations. Giuseppe was made of hearty stock not one to be taken down by illness or stress. Giuseppe loved life. He loved his farm. He loved his growing family. He was looking forward to his future retirement with his wife and love of his life. He was a pious man attending church regularly and participating in village gatherings. He had many friends. Giuseppe had everything to live for. But there came a time when Giuseppe began to feel off. He complained to his wife that he wasn't sleeping, not just that he wasn't sleeping well, but that he wasn't really sleeping at all. He was suffering from insomnia, and it was really beginning to wear on him. In the beginning, he and his family didn't think too much of it, because everyone has sleep issues here and there, nothing to worry about, right? But Giuseppe's situation was going to get worse, and as the weeks wore on, his insomnia went from annoying to unbearable. And it wasn't just the insomnia. Giuseppe began to lose weight, despite not changing his eating habits. He noticed that his heart would race and that he would break out into a cold sweat, But there was seemingly no reason for this. When he looked at himself, the pupils of his eyes turned to the size of pinpricks. His family noticed that Giuseppe's normally commanding gait became unsteady to the point where he would stumble and fall. Giuseppe would become increasingly forgetful and even confused from time to time. So from the time that he began to complain of insomnia and sweating to beginning to be unsteady on his feet was about six months. Naturally, his family decided it was time to take him to the doctor. Giuseppe and his wife went to his family doctor, but no help could be found there, for his doctor had never seen anything like what Giuseppe was describing. They went from doctor to doctor, test to test, exam to exam. 
but nothing abnormal could be found. Doctors were stumped by Giuseppe's inability to sleep. They gave him sleeping pills and other kinds of pills, but nothing changed, and the symptoms got worse, and no sleep would be found. On the rare occasion when Giuseppe would seemingly fall asleep, he would suffer from vivid dreams and muscle stiffness. It was almost like he wasn't really sleeping at all. Giuseppe began to see and hear things, hallucinations. He would scream out at nothing, terrifying his wife and family. He lost the ability to control his own movements, making him sort of look like a man possessed. He continued to lose weight and lost the ability to swallow. His family watched in horror as Giuseppe began to waste away both physically and mentally. He could no longer recognize the members of his family. Maybe this was even a blessing because every one of them, one by one, would also begin to show the same symptoms. Perhaps Giuseppe was spared having to understand that his entire family would suffer as he suffered. First, each one would have trouble sleeping. Then they would have a racing heart and sweat. Each one began to struggle with movements, continuing to get little to no sleep. Each family member lost weight. Some became violent, lashing out at others. Others became delirious and paranoid. The decimation of their family was horrific. The Giordanos were devastated and desperate. They went from physician to physician, hospital to hospital, all over the country to try to find an answer to what was happening to them. But they would not get any answers anytime soon. No one had ever seen anything quite like this. They were a medical mystery, a very rare mystery at that. The Giordanos were a rare family indeed, with a condition one might call a family curse. Although the condition can be traced back to the 1790s, it would not be until the 1990s that people would get some answers, answers that would become the topic of scientific debate, the prion. A fascinating little protein, but one science still knows little about. This is the culprit. This is the thing that robs certain people of their sleep and therefore their ability to live. But the research really didn't start in earnest until the 1980s when Dr. Ignacio Reuter discovered two women from the same family who had reportedly died from insomnia in 1974. Another family member became ill with the same symptoms in 1984. When he passed away, Dr. Reuter sent his brain to the U.S. for deeper imaging, and what they found amazed and perplexed them. They found that the thalamus, the part of the brain responsible for the sleep-wake cycle, looked spongy. It had holes all through it. But what could cause such physical damage? A prion. It would be the late 90s before scientists and doctors could more accurately pinpoint what was causing the problem. A prion is a protein. The body makes lots of proteins. But this specific protein, with the help of a genetic mutation, shifts itself from an insoluble state to a soluble state. When it does, it has the ability to influence other proteins to also shift to a soluble state. Basically, proteins have a certain shape, and the prion changes its shape to a different shape than the one it was meant to be. And when it changes its shape, it's also able to get surrounding proteins to abandon their intended shape for this abnormal shape. In doing so, they kill healthy cells along the way, causing these holes to appear in the thalamus. And when the thalamus is damaged, it crashes the body's ability to have a healthy sleep-wake cycle. And even when there is some type of sleep, the body still can't achieve the deep restorative type of sleep that's needed to keep our minds and bodies in good working condition. I must say that this is an extremely rare condition, and only about 40 to 200 families in the world have the mutated gene, which is hereditary, and it can be passed on. It's called fatal familial insomnia, and as the name suggests, it's genetic, it causes insomnia, and it is fatal in 100% of cases. 
the average time to live once symptoms begin is six to 36 months. Although palliatives are being explored, there's no cure at this point, and there's really not much help to abate the devastating symptoms. There's actually another type of fatal insomnia called sporadic fatal insomnia. This is even rarer and in one form can actually be associated with eating beef from cows that had been infected with mad cow disease. It causes very similar symptoms to fatal familial insomnia, but it is not caused by a mutated gene. So I guess the vegetarians don't have a lot to worry about on that one. I read a couple of papers on this one, as well as an interview with D.T. Max, who wrote the book, The Family That Couldn't Sleep, A Medical Mystery. I'll post links in the show notes. There are lots of scientific details that I did not include in this short bonus episode, because if I did, you actually would be sleeping right now. And, well, I'm not a scientist, so we'll leave the heavy jargon to the real science stars out there, and I'll settle for like a Cliff Notes-style recap with some creative license attached. That's the long and the short of it. Thanks for indulging me once again. Maybe next time I'll get inspired by something other than sleep, which clearly is some kind of trigger for me. Thanks again, and remember to give us a five-star rating and head on over to Patreon or Buzzsprout to support us. Sleep tight, furious followers. Mm -hmm.